Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous. Together we are finding joy in the journey of life, and today I have with me, I am super excited, drum roll. I can't do a drum roll. I guess I could insert a sound effect here, but yeah, right? Uh, drum roll, Dwight Stevenson, uh, Twitter handle DW Stevens. Um, and we're talking about inspiration from tchotchkes i i think this is an awesome title i have to give credit dwight came up with this one uh <laughs> but i can't wait it's gonna be a fabulous episode before we dive in dwight you want to introduce yourself a bit sure uh so i'm dwight stevenson and i teach seventh grade social studies in new york state uh up in the adirondack mountains and just finished my first year at my current school taught high school before this but really found my niche in the middle school. It's great. I love so really, middle school. Yeah, it's so awesome. The it kids is. are so excited. Like high school kids are like, I dare you to teach me. Middle school kids, you can totally get them all pumped up. They're, they're just fun. They're a ball yeah. of energy and they're too big for the energy. So they're awkwardly moving through the, the school. It's fabulous. They knock things over. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Always, always a backpack level. Anything at backpack level, it's going to get bumped. It's, yep. it's going to get knocked. It's going to going to be a disaster. I love it. <laughs> so, um, you know, you, you're one year into this job, and uh, here you are and well played. So I'm pretty certain everyone's like, what happened in that year? I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's the question. So title, Inspiration from Chaskies. How did, how did this all happen? So, so, you know, the year had gone by and everything, and the year was going great. Uh, I actually sprained my ankle in the middle of May and couldn't make it out uh, hiking and everything, Memorial Day weekend. And I found myself in Home Goods. So I was like walking around and I saw this gold ceramic skull just kind of sitting on the shelf. And I thought, this is the ugliest, most awful decor piece. Why would anyone ever put this in their house? And then as I continued to walk around, I just I couldn't stop thinking about it. And uh, and all of a sudden, this idea popped into my head that uh, I needed I needed that skull. I needed that golden skull to be this like end game artifact prize for my students to go searching for. Uh, and, and so like right at the end of the school year when kids are kind of like done with school and everything and yeah, they're dropping off at that point. Yeah, they're dropping off. And it was just like this turned everything around. Like I had kids emailing me on the weekend being like, Mr. Stevenson, you got to write more clues for that, that golden skull thing. I got to find it. So <laughs> it, it was, it was pretty wild. And, and to think that all of this came from just a ridiculous tchotchke and the clearance section of, of a Marshall's home goods. <laughs> well, what I love about that is again, inspiration can strike anywhere. So, you know, being, I think being a good teacher is allowing that sort of inspiration to to unfold. And then probably what's unique though is having the bravery to like let it also happen in the class. Like we can be inspired and be like that's cool, that's cool. And then like not all of us activate on that inspiration. Mm -hmm. But to to hear you like <laughs> I can picture you going up and down the <laughs> aisles and getting further and further away from the skull and but yet being more and more drawn to it. Oh, yeah. Well, I wound up with two gold vases as well uh, that also came into the came into the classroom to kind of like 
build the atmosphere around it too. Uh, and, and a lot of that really just comes from the environment of the school, like, and administrators play a really big part in that. And just, you know, being in a place where you're feeling comfortable, where you can just go for it. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so that's, that I think is really, really kind of a key element there too. Like having that environment to be able to, to let it percolate and be like, Psh, yeah, I'm going to let my freak flag fly. This is going to be awesome. I love it. <laughs> so, all right, like a few questions then about it. So had you gamified the class before that? No. So I, the, these kids no. are just like doing their normal history, seventh grade, do, 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 do. Yeah. And like you said, towards the end of the year, they're ready to be done. Like they're phoning it at this point. And then yeah. all of a sudden in comes this golden skull. In comes this golden skull. In comes this, uh, you know, I decided to do a digital breakout, except, you know, I couldn't just do a digital breakout. I also had to add in some physical elements to it and everything. And so that I wound up with this, like, how am I going to get my kids to study for the final exam? How am I going to get them to, like, want to do school at this point where they're just like, I want to go out and run around in the mountains. I mean, we have the fortunate place of, of being in the Adirondacks is beautiful up here. And so like kids want to get outside and do that. But like having all of these elements kind of come together. Um, I'm reminded when I was thinking about this, I was reminded of uh, Steven Johnson's book, Where Good Ideas Come From. And he, he wrote in there that good ideas are bricolage. They, they are bits and pieces of all these different elements that kind of come together. They're not really original per se they're they're just bits and pieces put together in a in a new manner uh and so that's what sort of wound up happening with this was i was like all right well let's let's give this a shot let's try this with my kids and uh and see what happens so they clicked on a little uh alice in wonderland gift that took them tumbling down the rabbit hole and uh uh, and all of a sudden they're filling out some google forms and signing up to to let me know that they were on the quest and it was off from there. <laughs> that's that's great. Uh, so the the kids hadn't had that experience yet. So which means you didn't have a whole ton of experience <laughs> like moderating and running a, a game and and thinking of elements like you know anticipation and 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 building that anticipation. But you did a really good job just sort of layering that sort of mystery that mystery element that gets things excited, gets the heart going. And like, like you have a fortunate place to live, but it's an unfortunate, like heart at the end of the year, man. Like it, <laughs> I'd want to be outside just like them. So to like create that mystique inside the classroom, I mean, that drew them back in. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It was, it was really neat to, to watch it just sort of organically happen. You know, I had, I had a kid finish, the digital breakout, finish the project that went along with the Westward expansion unit that we were doing. And he's just like, I am all in on the golden skull. Like I am going to beat everybody else to get there. And I, let's do this. And like this kid finished a project, which normally he would have stretched out into multiple days overnight. It yeah. was, it was pretty wild. That, that was sort of what happened to me with my first taste of gamification. I did this Greek unit and, the first like quest you could do to to earn points for your Olympic team was this Wikipedia entry thing. And I mean, it was just like the boringest, like it was 
it was bad teaching on my part to like say that they you make this Wikipedia entry. It's it's not the most exciting assignment, and but it was a it was a quest. Not everybody had to do it, and and it was like in two days I had like fifty or sixty entries um, because the kids like wanted to do it. They wanted these like Olympic mm-hmm. points. They they felt part of this team. Like I don't know. There's just a lot of mechanics and things in play in a gamified experience that. Until you've taught that way, until you've seen that power, um, I honestly don't think you can fully understand what we're talking about until you've seen it because it, it is palpable and, it, and it's more than just extrinsic. It wasn't that people really wanted to win the skull. Like, they wanted to play the game. It is to- mm-hmm. I, like, I can't stress it enough. Gamification done right is totally intrinsic. It is, it is about the joy of the experience. Oh, absolutely. And and so being my first time doing something like this, I had only written up to a certain point and, I love it. The, I love it. and the, and the kids kept on getting up to where I was. So I had to start making the clues even harder. So next thing I know, I, the kids are solving braille clues. They're solving a Caesar cipher. They're like, you know, <laughs> decoding all of these elements. Uh, this one where I thought for sure I was going to buy yourself I was going some to time. stop them. Yeah. I thought I was going to buy myself some time. And so I took a Google slide and I put a text box uh, over the the two elements that are there just by default. And so I wrote in the in white text, I wrote in the clue, and then I stuck it behind the two text boxes that are already there. So when they clicked, they would just click on the text box, they would try and highlight it, yeah. and it would just be, nothing would show up. And so for an hour and a half, these kids are like, you gotta tell me, I, it's just blank. And I'm like, no, it's, it's there, you'll get your clue. And, uh, and so like an hour and a half goes by. And so like three periods later, these kids are coming running up to me. They're like, I got it. I got it. I got you. And I was like, Oh, come on. I, for, I thought for sure. Like you didn't even, get, you didn't even buy a yourself a day. You didn't even get a day. You were probably teaching. You didn't even get a prep period. <laughs> yeah. I was like, come on, you gotta, this is ridiculous. So, so then I, I got some polyhedral die and, uh, add some dice in there. So I was like, all right, random chance, random chance. And sure enough, like you have three rolls, one roll, two roll, didn't get it. Third roll. Of course they got it on the third roll. I'm like, come on. Like you guys get three rolls a day. I just give me a day to like get ahead of you guys a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to have like students knocking down the door and wanting to learn like that, it's so much more than, than extrinsic. It has to be. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, you and I have seen it. So like, I mean, it is so obvious that it's, it's more than that when, when you see the experience and like you, like you just described kids like are somewhere else in the day kind of can't wait for that moment to see you again, to say like, we got it. Yeah. We we got it. (laughs) Like we're on to you. Like give us, give us the next one and we'll, and we'll beat that one too. Yeah. You know? And, and what a great like camaraderie that is too. Yeah. So, and, and like the art teacher came down to to report to me. She's like, yeah, I overheard the kids talking and they, you know, they're saying golden skull is life. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Wonderful hashtag. What is this? Like, you know, that just sort of, uh, this, this learning kind of erupted out of, out of nowhere. And yet it, it was there all along just kind of waiting. And, uh, 
And that's, that's one of the things, you know, sometimes you get those feather in those cap emails from a parent, right? Uh, and oh, yeah. so a parent of the team who actually lost to the team that won, parent emailed me to let me know. She's like, I've never seen my child more engaged, more excited to go to school. And, you know, even though she didn't win and man, did she want to, like you showed her what the the possibilities for education was, and it was such a, just one of those, like, Oh, I can, uh, I can just hold on to that email forever. Yeah, I know <laughs> that that is awesome. And I think that's a story that I'm glad you sort of told here because you know, it's, it's one of those things that it's worth taking the shot people that, you know, if you're on the fence, if you're thinking about it, apparently go up and down the home, home decor <laughs> aisle of your local store uh, and find some tchotchke because <laughs> give it give it a whirl because that's the kind of connections you make and what I, what I love about Dwight's story there he's getting this email saying this impactful thing for the student this parent saying that like you really opened up their eyes to what school could be and we're talking about the last like two weeks of school <laughs> yeah this this wound up uh, this was like the last month of school. So it wound up being like a three and a half week long quest. And finally I did, I had two teams and, uh, and we did a mad dash for it. And, uh, and I had it locked. I had the golden skull locked in a toolbox with a couple of locks that they had to get undone. And, uh, and so this, uh, one of the team members was this very quiet, reserved young girl. And, as soon as they got the toolbox open, she's hoisting this golden skull up over her head like the Stanley Cup, running out into the hallway, like yelling and shouting. It was, you know, it's such a such a neat experience to to watch that over those last like three weeks uh, of school. You know, instead of just kind of phoning it in, uh, you know, making it really impactful for those students. It was it was pretty cool. And yeah, it. the chashki battle. <laughs> it's great. Well, I mean, two things there. Like one, I I absolutely love that you've created this moment, right? This thing that even even for the team that didn't win, it it is a moment they'll never forget. I mean, it it is the Stanley Cup holding over your head sort of moment for for a seventh grader. Uh, so that's like super cool. I love when we take the time as educators to like build in moments you know i i I get that we focus on our content and our curriculum and all that and like that's important yes 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 but um i think it's something to be said that when like a kid graduates we'll say high school the things they're really going to remember about high school is like homecoming games prom you know there are these moments right but then as teachers we just kind of make like duplicate days you know like they're just the same day over and over with just a different content different content different you know like mm -hmm. here's my andrew jackson lesson here's my you know like it's just one and like when you think about the power of a moment though and you made a moment you, mm -hmm. you you built this up you made it into something which brings me to my second point that i love about it far too often i think do we digitize everything and i love the computer like i am a super techie love it love it love it so like i'm not yeah. i'm not sitting here as some <laughs> luddite saying like i wish we would just go back to the old like i love it people understand that mm -hmm. i love it but i also understand sort of human drivers like and there's something to be said especially now in this like all digital age when there is that element of physicality 
and mm-hmm. and I love that like you did end up buying the skull. You did end up having your digital breakout end up in like you know like a toolbox with all these locks. Like the physicality of it even makes that a more like powerful resonating moment that they'll never forget. Even the ones that were watching at this point, it still changes it because they actually got to watch the physical thing happen. Yeah, there was, I mean, and there were also physical clues that I included too. Like these kids were going uh, to the Southwest stairwell. And so like thinking about geography early on. And so all of the clues went back to content from the the year. And, and so, yes, the winners were exempted from the final exam at the end, but they had already proven that they knew all of the content stuff by solving the clues and the, and having those, those physical elements, I think really added to it because, you know, there's some kids that don't really get along with the, the computer all that well, but they really want to fidget and unlock those physical locks. And they really yeah. want to, uh, you know, see, Oh, Hey, there's that QR code over there. There's a link taped to the wall above a rainbow over here. What's that all about? Like, <laughs> what is, you know, what's this link and gobbledygook, uh, behind this teacher's filing cabinet? Like, I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was quite the, the physical experience, uh, of having, having the kids go all over the place too. It was, it was really neat. I love it. So yeah. now I got, well, I guess before I move on, I, I, I should ask like, if somebody was going to set up something similar to the Golden Skull experience, if you were to sort of boil it down to, you know, a few elements, you know, what, you know, how would you do that? Like, what would it be? You know, figuring out some weird narrative story, definitely. I mean, when we think about kind of our human experience, stories are always there. And so like, had it just been a golden skull, like it was like, eh, okay. But adding a, like a story element to it, like, uh, you know, the golden skull, uh, has the power to transform the past. So we have to save the past from what it, what it was and is, and not let it be changed by the society who can, can go back and change Um, so kind of adding a story element in there. Uh, but I really think the, the mixture of digital and physical is, is really kind of neat for students to go back and and see and, and look at. So, uh, the very first riddle told the students that they're, that they were going to have to go back to the start of where they're to start each day. And so I had an ongoing Google Slides presentation that was my bell ringer agenda schedule for the the entire school year. And so when they scrolled all the way back to that very first slide on that slideshow, there was a little blinking golden skull gif on there. And uh, and that if they clicked that, that took them to the next clue. And so like adding those elements and pieces of, of going back into your content area and into the materials you used already in class, but they may have passed over or skipped over or didn't even exist at the beginning of the school year. Uh, being able to add those elements in is, is really kind of uh, unique as well. And, and something that I, something that's valuable. Uh, I think the best part of that, is that was freaking genius <laughs> uh, because the storyline of the skull going back in time to change 
time and history and then inserting in what basically is the timeline of your your school year you know your your outline of every day of the school year to go back to that first day and change it because i'm assuming you did not have a blinking skull gif <laughs> on day one i didn't uh, even know that was a thing <laughs> so like that that's awesome and it like so fits the storyline too uh but i love it and i couldn't agree more that you know giving a storyline a little context even a tiny smidgen i mean i always talk in my workshop that i my whole storyline is just that the king's dead and that they're all part of these four houses like it doesn't have to be huge like sometimes the context could be a couple sentences like your context is there's a society that can go back in time and change time with this skull we need it we need to get the skull we need to stop it that's it like context yeah. done we're not talking about like a room makeover you don't have to do that it doesn't have to be like super big it can be but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> yeah and and that's i mean it's sort of acted as a springboard for this year i'm going to gamify all year long that was my next question my next question is where does it go from here dwight so from here it goes it goes to uh to now i've got uh not just the one golden skull i now have uh two more golden skulls and a golden chicken pigeon thing and you've bought uh, them all out is some other golden elements yeah i mean it's uh i mean the golden skull has to be the the final big hurrah so you got to have those those little elements throughout to to kind of hold students over, but still that narrative, uh, you know, starting right off, we're going to start right off with a digital breakout and break in. And so my students are going to become, uh, agents of slush. So agents of Saranac Lake, U S history. And, I love uh, it. <laughs> and so our agency is, is, uh, you know, meant to protect history itself from the golden skull society who has that time machine and can go back in time. And so what we need to do is learn about the past as it happened through documents and, and really put that forth and write it down as things were and as they existed so that the golden skull society can't change the past, insert itself into the past and then dominate our present. So uh, in order to escape the tyranny of the golden skull, they have to maintain the timeline as it is. Right, uh, like everyone that's <laughs> listening right now is like, I, I so want to do this. Like I want to be a part <laughs> of your class. Like, I mean, that that's so awesome. Uh, and I write about this in my book a little bit, like with a little bit of that theme, a little bit of that context. I mean, really just, our imagination, especially, you know, as kids, but I, I would even say as adults, like our imaginations are endless. So when you even just put a drop of that sort of theme in to the mix, you chum that water a little bit and our imagination takes off. Like, like, oh my gosh, I am on this team. Like you're describing it to me. Here I am as an adult and I'm totally like, yes, yes, we are <laughs> going to stop them. We are going to like make sure we're going to be the preservers of history like yes i mean isn't that kind of what we're doing already with our lessons like we want our students to be able to take a look at what happened in the past and give us a narrative back like why did that happen what happened exactly and what were some of the impacts of, of what went on and so a hundred percent that's what we are already doing but what we're <laughs> not already doing as history teachers is inviting students to be a part of something bigger yeah 
like I think the traditional history class is history is important. You need to have like historical literacy. You need to be able to like read primary source documents. So we're basically just going to make you practice that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, that's not so inspiring. Well, I mean, that's that's still what we're doing, even exactly. if we add that layer of game over it, right? But now and you're so giving it's... that you're giving that twelve year old some context, some reason, like, yeah, I'm going to be like an agent. This that's part of this team to stop this evil group, like way cooler, willing to do it. <laughs> Yet you're still using all the same history standards, same history content, right? But like. You just took that extra layer, and I'm telling you, that is just kudos to you. That's that's a better (laughs) overall experience, both academically as well as just good old fun. Well, you know, as Stephen Johnson said, it can't really be kudos to me. It's sort of like being around that that nectar of gamification. I mean, I know I've been following your work for years, and and you know, Dave Burgess, and and all of these different elements, right? So it's like kind of just cobbling it together at the end it's that bricolage piece right so yep. it's it's all of those different pieces and just kind of like okay let's uh let's see what sort of magic stew we can make uh for our students and, and make it work i mean good good job i mean because i <laughs> like i said i want in i went down in on this and uh i'm really excited too that you know what is what what does that say to all of us that you had this one month experience at the end of the year and now looking forward to next year you know you're committing yourself to like full full tilt gamification uh i think that really speaks to the experience more than anything we could have said in the interview yeah yeah i mean it 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 was just such a powerful thing to to see and just it lit a fire underneath me too. Like I, I'm, I'm ready to run through a brick wall this school year. I'm like, let's well, I was, go. I was going to ask you, <laughs> you know, now you have a year's worth of them saying like, what's the next step? What's the next level? What's the next, we, we got the golden pigeon. What's happening. Is there a golden squirrel? Where, where what's going to be next? We'll see what happens. <laughs> and you, you, know? you, I must tell you, you have to allow yourself that, you know, like, there are times when my sort of like one part of the story ended and I haven't quite kicked up the next start. I try to make that in sync as and as close as I can, but you know, sometimes life gets in the way and it's, you know, a couple days before like the next one, you know, starts up. Yeah. Uh, but I also think that's super cool. Like, so my units are, I use this web page to sort of be like a portal to that area. So we have this realm yeah. of nobles space. That's all like, looking like castles but then if they go into the castle into the map room there are all these like globes in this like library and that over the year i make each globe eventually active to take you to the like storyline of what we're doing in egypt storyline of what we're doing and uh so kids always like go to the map room and are checking like you know did the did the rome unit go live yet did the rome you know and kind of like you're saying like how cool is that like a bunch of kids wanting to see what the heck we're doing in an excited <laughs> manner, not in a like type A, like I want to start the project, but in a like, I want to know like, what is the Rome unit? You know, they're, they're hitting a refresh button day after day to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, giving that, that portal, that gateway, that, that like, you know, they're wanting to, to get in there and, and get their hands into that content. So it's, it's that's awesome. 
It's crazy. That sounds, that sounds really neat, man. Like map room inside of a castle. I, it's fun. Uh, I should probably do an episode <laughs> on like doing that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like yes, do it. I'm like yes, please tell me more. I want to. I want to go to that castle. There's so many ideas in between, like doing the vlog, doing the podcast, doing you know, like, whew, so many ideas. Not enough time to produce all the content. <laughs> That's all right. That's what we do, though, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> just keep, just keep hustling. <laughs> so I can't believe it, but we are at our time already. I, mean, Jeez. Just, I know it's just boom it's gone <laughs> so uh that brings us to reflection time and i'm curious your spin on uh mr eckhart's quote here um you ready yeah the quote goes and suddenly you know it's time to start something new and trust the magic of beginnings All right. Yeah, that's, um, you know, I'm reminded a little bit of Tara Martin and the Hive Summit and cannonballing in. Yeah. And and sort of that, like, moment of something just clicks. Like, with that golden skull, something just sort of, like, you know, I'm walking eight aisles down, and all of a sudden I'm, like, running back to the tchotchkes. I hope no like, one bought it yet. Yeah, trust me, no one was buying it. <laughs> but like, you know, that realization of like, wow, this could this could be really be something, and and uh, and then just, you know, having that faith and trust in yourself and also the people around you to know that like, you know we're going to go through this thing and, uh, I don't know if it's going to work. We'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, hopefully something awesome comes out of it. And, uh, and then who knows something awesome possibly could, what's the worst that could happen? No, I mean, for me, the quotes smacks of that, you know, like you suddenly know something, you have that idea, that epiphany. And, uh, you know, I, I'm reminded of a book I read by Mel Robinson. Uh, she's talking about this, like this idea that our brain is actually built to protect us, which means it's most often is kind of almost built to kill ideas because an idea is a risk. You know, an idea is, oh, I'm going to raise my hand, like, but I might get it wrong. Like it's instant, like, like within mm -hmm. five seconds, your brain's already coming up with six reasons you shouldn't raise your hand, you know? Um, <laughs> And so she really talks about we have to like try to overcome that natural tendency. Uh, so I like it. You know, like we all have that moment where we know like oh, this would be great, and then seconds later, ah, here's ten reasons I shouldn't do it. I got this. I got that. It's going to take more time, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, that that self doubt. You know, yeah. that, that element of like, oh well, you know, other people can do that. That's not for me. And that's just like, no, man, that's that's totally for you too. Yeah, I think, I think sometimes we're trapped by what we think we are. Like we're trapped by an image of ourself as opposed to realizing that the idea of who we are is very fluid. Like you could be any yeah. teacher you want. You can you can be a zany teacher. You can be a like desks and rows teacher. You can be whatever the heck you want. Like you just have to like put one foot in front of the other towards that direction and then you are that. Yeah. So just, you know, habits. Yeah, it. it is. Going. 
she says that too in her book but like <laughs> you you have like some people are like well you know like i procrastinate and she's like you're not a procrastinator you have a habit of procrastination like like no one is anything like it's just that's what you're doing yeah um so nonetheless and then i think it's important when you get that epiphany I love this this idea of like trusting the beginning, like trust that it is going to be okay. Trust that you're a bright individual and you'll make corrections. Not everything's going to be perfect, but like put it in play. Don't kill the idea. So I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, thank you so much for, you know, taking some time here to be on Well Played. Uh, this has been a long time coming. Dwight and I have tried to like pin down <laughs> this episode for a while, but, uh, yeah. you know. He had a lot of work cut out for him at the it's, end of the year. <laughs> I did, but this is uh, this was really great to be finally get onto well played and chat with you, and uh, you know, really looking forward to an awesome school year and more XP lap chat and uh, just learning lots. So thanks a lot for having me. No problem, and I'm pretty certain it's going to happen again. I want to hear how more of the Golden Society sort of goes throughout the year. Uh, also, uh, if I can point it out, I know you don't totally use this the way I do, but Dwight has a YouTube channel that you could check out. Um, it's more for yeah. your students, right? I mean, it's more. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got a YouTube channel that I, I've started doing daily videos for my students and everything is just sort of, uh, you know, students that weren't in class that day or students that were absent or need a refresher, anything like that. Um, you know, just sort of doing a rundown of like, Hey, here's what we did in class. Here's what was discussed. Uh, maybe you guys have a quiz coming up and I might like read through the quiz or, you know, something along those lines, just sort of helping the students out. So yeah, more, more of that kind of thing. Well, that uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say though, I mean, I checked it out. I definitely enjoy it. Uh, in terms of it gives, it gave me some ideas of ways to connect to students that weren't there. So, you know, Wanted to give a shout out to your channel. Check it out for people. Uh, like I said, there's some. I think there's some good ideas, some good things we could we could all learn from and, and use for ourselves. Yeah. Every, everybody, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. It was uh, super fun connecting with you, Dwight, and everyone else. You know, I just appreciate it every week that you guys make this a regular stop. I hope you also make your way over to XP Lap on Tuesday nights. Uh, and this episode always comes out on Tuesday, so check it out. Uh, it's 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. It's a half-hour chat. Flies by, and it's always a good time. Oh, absolutely. Learn lots. I know. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great community. I love it. So, everyone, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Take care. <laughs>